Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is time for us. I'm John Ashton. He's Neil Michaels. Indeed. And we are so excited that you are joining us yet again this week. Because, John, but this week I spent some time with my buddy Alan on the golf course again, mm-hmm. starting to get back out and get the swing going. It's amazing how things start coming back. I actually had looked at him a couple of times and I said, look, I actually brought my putter this week. And I don't mean literally. I mean, a <laughs> time before I was three putting and stuff and I was mm-hmm. one and two putting. So my game was instantly better. That adds up very quickly or subtracts so, whatever. So interesting. It just felt better. Everything just felt better. Yeah. Being the the man of 2021 that I am, I had him take a couple of pictures of us and the card and I posted on social media oh, and I felt young and kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, being that I get to see your social media. <laughs> <laughs> Did we look as stupid as You'll, I felt taking it? Yes. <laughs> Hey, the things um, we do for clients, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's not art, buddy. Let me tell you, it isn't. No, it's um, not art. No. Fortunately, you know what is art? I do. Fine I art. Do. Yes, I do. But <laughs> tell me about it, bro. I guess the, co- the, the question I was going to ask you is, did you post those pictures in portrait or landscape? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are the smoothest. <laughs> you are the smoothest. Because we have one of the best golf landscape artists the world has ever known. Her name is Linda Harto. See what he did there? I learned that in DJ school, man. It was Very great. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I aced that class. Perfect. Linda is? An artist par excellence. See? No kidding. Also got the golf reference in there with the par thing. Yeah. So, she's, I mean, she's just wow. great. She started in Augusta. If you've ever seen any interviews with Jack Nicholas at his home, you'll see portraits on the wall that are golf courses. Those are Linda's. (laughs) She did them. Can we dissect that first line, though? She started her career, started her career (laughs) by doing a portrait, an oil, an original at Augusta. She didn't start at Reedy Creek down the street from me, the little par three. No, she She didn't. Started at Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> All downhill from there, buddy. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, not with her. Not at all, man. And she has done, you know, Pebble Beach. She has done basically St. Andrews, St. Andrews, Scotland, Ireland. She's been all over creation, painting verdant landscapes of individual golf holes right. on some of the most beautiful golf courses in the world. While you're listening to this, if you're in front of a computer, you should you should go to her website and see some of her work. It is spectacular. Right. It's lindaharto.com. You can follow along. Uh, prints are available. And if, you know, you got the big bucks and say, like Jack did and buy an oil. I want one of those originals, lady. There you go. <laughs> and you can have it on the wall just like Jack Nicholas does. And then we are going to actually put our talent or lack thereof on the line with a, uh, a comedy bit that uh, we're doing with some comedian friends called Who Should Have Sung It? We are taking our improv skills to the next level by creating a game where we take a song title and we say, okay, we know that this person sang it, but out of context, in a different context, who should have sang it? Yeah. And uh, stick around. You'll like, you'll like what you hear. And if not, you know, still laugh along with it. Yeah. If you don't like it, then let us know and we'll never do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Who should have sung it? And Linda Harto, a great show. The Approach Shot. Hang out for it because we start in just a minute. If you want a good cigar, you go to a good cigar shop. You want the best, you go to Famous Smoke Shop. Let us deliver your favorite cigars right to your doorstep at America's lowest price. Famous started out as a small shop in New York City. Now we're putting our 80 years experience in the business to work making deals on the cigars you love. From wallet-friendly everyday smokes to high-end luxury cigars to mark a lifetime achievement. Let us show you with this exclusive Famous offer. Go to FamousSmoke.com and pick from more than 8,000 cigar brands, fresh and ready to ship from our client-controlled 24,000-square-foot humidor. Then check out with the promo code 24U. That's 20-F-O-R-Y-O-U, and we'll take $20 off your order of $99 or more. Every purchase you make is backed by our famous freshness guarantee. Get real cigars from a real cigar shop and save $20. Now with the promo code 24U. Ship direct to you from FamousSmoke.com. That's FamousSmoke.com. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Guard of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Guard of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Guard of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-613-7650. That's 800-613-7650. 800-613-7650. It is us. 
again. We are back as we said we would be. The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. We have a guest, well, stellar and luminary. I mean, we have many people whose names you have recognized, but I don't think we've had people quite as talented as our guest for this week. Today, I think we can use the word beauty over and over again and not overstate it. And and we're talking about her and her work. (laughs) 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 Linda Harto, who is an artist in the in the most expressive form of the word, who has sat down at a point in her life, and we will get to this, and decided that golf was going to be her main topic. Golf courses, actually, going to be her main topic and her thrust. Uh, and she has done iconic portraits of some of the most beautiful golf holes the world has ever seen. So... With that brief introduction that went on way too long, I want to welcome Linda Harto to the Approach Shot. Linda, how are you? And thanks for joining us here. I am great. I am great. That was a wonderful introduction, for sure. Yeah, I've been working at uh, Golf Landscape now for about 37 years, believe it or not. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, I know. It scares me. But uh, it's been a wonderful career, I'll tell you. I just love the golf people and love golf and love just the whole genre of it. The Masters was the uh, the first venue yeah. that you did, was it no? Yes, it was. And had it been any other course, it probably would have been one and done. But <laughs> because it was Augusta, I immediately got commissions from other courses and that just started it. Started, I think, after a couple of years with Augusta, I started investigating it as a possible something to develop. And it was eye-opening. I went to the PGA show in 1988 and saw that there was nothing there. As far as art goes, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I had was showing a couple of prints I had done at Augusta. I had endless endless con- conversations with people about wanting to distribute by do something uh-huh. be involved so i thought well hmm there is something to this right. <laughs> <laughs> at that same show um one of the people i talked to went to another person um, bob pringle in scotland who was a golf antique dealer and he had been looking for someone to do contemporary fine art of golf courses i mean he was well acquainted with the antiquities but no one currently was doing anything on that caliber so we sort of went into business together (laughs) i went to scotland that year in 1988 and you know that just started the whole thing going yeah you paint him he'll sell him yeah. <laughs> and by 1990, I was doing the U.S. Open every year and also the RNA rotation every year. Wow. So wow. was there was there really no other artist concentrating on, on this genre when you started? Not really. There was just minor stuff, mm-hmm. um, a few watercolor people, and, but most of it was presented and shown in a way that it was like souvenir art, I call it. Okay. It wasn't well printed. It wasn't well represented. Yeah. You know, it wasn't fine art. Yeah. And since my background was all fine art, I wanted to bring that to the genre, along with even the printing. I mean, you know, you can print a print, but 
there's prints and there's prints. <laughs> you know, uh, I know the first couple of prints I because I had never printed my work. So when Augusta wanted me to do that first thirteenth hole, they took it and printed it at their local friendly printer, and it looked great. But I guarantee you, there's hardly any of them left that have. They're all blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were printed with commercial inks, which weren't meant to last, and they just fade. You know, you lose all the yellow and all the red, and you have a blue thing left. I had to learn that too. I had to learn the state of the art of printing, basically, to get to where I wanted to go. So, what's what's your process? You you obviously are commissioned by a, a group. And you do an, an original oil from which the prints come from? Right. But first I have to go to the course and get all the reference material I need. Photographs. I always have used photographic reference in all my work. So I'm really acquainted to how to do that for my own processes. And after that, it's do the painting. After that, it's get it printed. So there's so many processes you know, that you have to go through, just do one image. And the interesting thing is now, if if I understand this correctly, is you go and do Augusta every year. You didn't just do it that one time and done. Is that correct? Right. I didn't, let's see, I did about three years with them. And then I stopped for a few years because the prints that they made sold for $50. (laughs) (laughs) And I was trying to upgrade the prints. You know, I wanted to do a fine art print. And they thought, ah, that will never sell. But I couldn't do one for them in one way and then do another for the USGA and the RNA that was different. So I said, well, thanks, bye. Yeah. And after a couple of years, they called me back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I worked there every year. And I didn't do a different painting every year because... They only sold at the masters so that prints would take on an average of two years to sell out. Oh. And I do. Wow. But I worked there every year for 20 some years in I, the merchandise shop. I, I spoke with a, a photographer once who, who specializes in golf course photography. He prefers to do his shooting either at sunrise or at sunset. Me too. Really? Okay. Why is that? Is it the lighting just. The more lighting, spectacular? Or? You know, in the middle of the day, the light's very flat. There's no shadows. Okay. You don't see the contours. It's not interesting. It's just... Green. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> but in the morning, you see those beautiful contours, and the light is softer, and it's different colors. You know, the, the light has different colors. I, it's just so peaceful and perfect. <laughs> and there's nobody out there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a course with a lot of elevation, that might make a difference. Okay. I was thinking like um, Olympic, for instance. It would be earlier in the afternoon because of the major elevation there. It all depends on the course. Yeah. And what are some of your favorite courses to do? Well, I love the Scottish and Irish ones, of course. And so many of them here in this country. Augusta is like... They're just completely different kinds of landscape, and that's what makes it so interesting because it's not all the same. If I had to paint the same course forever, it would get a little boring. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's nice, 
nice that it's the landscape is different in every place and that gives you a whole new set of challenges and rewards as well just because it's interesting and it's different i like to go to a course when it's in its optimal condition or season which i've had criticism before because you know golf courses are brown well, if it is, I don't go. <laughs> you know, I can tell in, in Scotland by watching the tournaments, this is not a year to go to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, it's totally brown and burnt up. And yeah. I'm sorry. You know, the purists love it that way. But when I'm trying to paint this optimal experience, I want it to look optimal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want a picture of a golf course brown, take take a picture on your phone and go home. Yeah. You're over with. Our guest is Linda Harto, who is a magnificent golf artist, magnificent artist in general, who specializes in golf. And it's funny, she is intimately acquainted with some of the best golf courses in the world, yet she doesn't play. That just doesn't strike me as being fair. <laughs> well, you know, uh, golf is a discipline and so is art. Well, this is true. This is true. How I guess... many disciplines can you do in your life? <laughs> this is true. But you can appreciate it on that level, which I do. Right, right. You know, I'm an avid watcher. That's a question. It's not fair to ask an undisciplined guy like me at all. <laughs> it really isn't. I have to well, take the fifth on that. It's like it's like having people who buy houses on a golf course and you say, oh, you must go out all the time. And they say, no, I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you buy a house there? This is beautiful. You just want to watch. You just want to watch. It's beautiful. It. Right. We've got more with Linda. The Harto, and we will be back in just a second. Hang with us. We got the approach shot. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? QuickBooks? More like quicksand. You do know that the bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software that just can't keep up, right? It's Neil Michaels, and as a business owner myself, let me ask you this. Do you have time to deal with manual processes, multiple systems, delays, and scrambling to get the numbers you need? Yeah, I didn't think so. It's time to get out of the quicksand and get on solid ground with NetSuite. NetSuite by Oracle helps you automate your key business processes and close your books in a fraction of the time. Think days, not weeks. In fact, 93% of surveyed organizations increased visibility and control over their business since making the switch from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to graduate from QuickBooks. Head over to netsuite.com slash approach. That's special financing for you graduates at netsuite.com slash approach. Again, netsuite.com slash approach. Linda Harto is our guest on The Approach Shot. She is an artist par excellence, and I use the word par there. You see, made the golf reference. That was good what you did yeah, there. Th- yeah, thanks oh, for acknowledging yeah. I'm a professional. Prior to you doing Augusta for the first time, were you just doing landscapes in general, or were you still just trying yeah. to figure out what you were going to do as an artist, or how did that whole thing come about? Well, artists, I mean, I'd say landscapes, but I've done a lot of um, rural scenes, especially in the 70s, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and around, when I was living in Chicago, I did a lot of art fairs, and I went searching the landscape just for subject matter. A lot of Americana, old buildings, farms, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. When I moved down here in South Carolina in 1980, I just started doing the landscape here, basically. And also, I got into equine art for a while. I was doing oh, okay. Horse portraits, mm-hmm. 
what else was I doing? Portraits, portraits, people portraits. Okay. So I did commission work. I've always made my living from art. So, you know, I'm attuned to the client and different. I guess maybe that's what left me so open to doing golf was I was used to doing commission art. I was used to dealing with people, you know, to produce something um, that they wanted in particular. It just dawned on me, too, having gone to high school here in Louisville, you were familiar with the St. James Court Art Show or Art Fair, were you not? Yeah, except for I wasn't doing art fairs at that time. I did this after I went to the Art Institute of Chicago. Gotcha. Did you ever think about coming back to it or anything, or were you beyond that by that point? I was gone, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A woman of the world. I ain't going home. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Chicago, you know, and involved in all the arts there now we've talked about how you started really going down this road with what you did in augusta and now you have paintings that are in jack nicholas's home you're called the golf world's painter laureate you kind of missed some steps in between i think (laughs) how did you go from where you are now which is the preeminent golf artist how did you get there from augusta Well, 37 years worth. (laughs) Um, One step at a time, right? One step at a time. I mean, literally, when I started this, there was no print distribution. There was no interest in golf art in the art world. Publishers weren't interested in it. Literally, there was no way to distribute. And fortunately, in 1990, the USGA came out with their first uh, U.S. Open catalog. And that was the first place I sold my print and people would call them and say, well, how do we get in touch with her? You know, and then there was a magazine on Hilton Head, Southern Links magazine, and they printed a gallery where you could buy golf art. And that was really the first places other than going to the actual events and selling, which I also did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You just start as word of mouth. It yeah. started just word of mouth. Wow. See them at the Masters or at the British Open or U.S. Open. And uh, that started it. And then eventually there were some people that were brave enough to be distributors. You know, they thought they could go out and sell. Mm-hmm. And then I got involved with um, Greenwich Workshop, a fine art press that does prints. Basically, so- that's it. I've done mostly all my own publishing, all my own marketing. I have a website. I've had a website since 1997. Well, wow! Before being <laughs> one of the first website. ones. Yeah. <laughs> that 200 baud dial-up modem took a while to get to that website too, didn't it? <laughs> and you couldn't buy anything, but it was like an online catalog, right? Right. And that helped, you know, just with selling via the phone. Would it be fair to say then? Then you basically helped create the entire genre of contemporary golf art? Uh, it might have a lot to do with it, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Because now, I mean, there's even a society, is there not? There's a bunch of you yeah. folks who hang uh, out. We started um, the Academy of Golf Art, which that was the purpose of it, is to, for the few that were doing golf art, to encourage others to do it and have a way to show it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, shows and sure. organize shows, which, which we have done. That's been organized since 2004. And uh, we've had shows at museums and different art centers across the country. It's it just a- helps, you know, to connect artists who want to do golf art with potential customers and 
and just people in general. And in case people are, who are listening are thinking, all right, this is cool. Golf art is a, is a cool thing, but I, I don't know. Who would put that in their house? Let me oh. just read through a list of some of your clients. Jack Nicholas, Robert Trent Jones, Ian Baker Finch, Raymond Floyd, Senator Gordon Smith. I, I think it's safe to say there are a lot of people who yeah. think this is beyond the prints. You can buy an original, you can buy a print, and they can go to your website and do that. Is that right? And that website, website would be? simpleharto.com because okay. back in 97, you made it simple. <laughs> that's right. And that's H-A-R-T-O-U-G-H as in hard tough. We do a lot of guess the winner contests on major tournaments, and we give away a print. And it's it's been very popular to do that. It's kind of fun. Going back to the beginning, though, Linda, with with the um, the idea that the words "starving" and "artist" go together so often. I never was attracted to that. I didn't want to do anything else. I didn't want to teach. I didn't. Right. You know, I was at the Art Institute. I just got a, a Bachelor of Fine Arts. I did not go on and do a Master's. Yeah. I didn't want to teach. And there really wasn't any alternatives uh, other than to just make it work. Right. <laughs> so that's basically what I did. I went out and figured out who was making money and why in art and then modeled it in my own way that way. So yeah, right. I learned to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Out of necessity, I guess. <laughs> there was no easy roads, that's for sure. There's a lot of people whose names you won't recognize who also have Linda Harto yeah. art on their walls in their oh, house. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, it's like I have pe- artists, especially, you know, they ask me, well, how did you, how did you, uh, how did you do that? Tell me how to do that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way to tell you. <laughs> Your own road. You yeah. Know, figure it out yourself. I'm sorry. Well, it's too complicated anyway. You come by that after how many years of experience. How, how many different shades of green are there? Have any idea? <laughs> uh, gazillions. Gazillions. <laughs> but I official art. One pigment for green It's just what you mix it with. Yeah. Makes, yeah. There's more than came in my box of Crayolas. I know that for sure. <laughs> Well, there's definitely a richness in the art that you do for East Coast courses than it is for something in the Midwest or the West Coast where things are a little drier and things are a little browner. And I notice as as we look at some of the Carolina courses, they're very rich. They're very dark green, whereas things on the West Coast are a little bit less. Yeah, there's like I say, there's differences in the landscape and the light is different everywhere. So <laughs> we, we have asked Linda Harto many questions, but we have six left. A six pack of questions will be coming in rapid fire. We'll be coming right back. We are the approach shop. Hey, my friend Alan and I played 18 this weekend and we brought along a new friend, Arnold Palmer spiked. It's the classic taste of iced tea and lemonade with 5% ABV. Made with real juice and brewed teas for a smooth flavor that's as easygoing as, well, sinking a 10-footer for birdie. Arnold Palmer Spike reminds you of those timeless combinations we love, like good friends and laid-back weekends, fairways and fair weather, Neil Michaels and John Ashton. For classic refreshment that tastes like a chip-in from the sand, nothing beats an Arnold Palmer Spiked. 
It's the perfect balance of brewed teas and real juice, now with 5% ABV. Find Arnold Palmer Spiked in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach, or search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. It is us, The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Linda Harto is our guest. you got to check out just harto.com. Check out the website. Check out her art. Buy a printer 12. I mean, the, 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 the stuff is gorgeous. Um, and if you are into golf, you know how gorgeous golf courses can be. And they need to sign up for the email so they can get the sales. Yeah. Also, the uh, guess the winner contest because sometimes I give away a limited edition print. Wow! Oh, very cool. There you go. Like sign for up. the U.S. Open, I'm going to give away one of the uh, U.S. Open prints of Tory Pine from 2008. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice. So that's a historical print as well. I know what I'll be doing in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it is time right now, however, Neil, for your six-pack. It is true. And the six-pack is sponsored by Arnold Palmer Spiked. Go to arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash approach to find a retailer near you. Linda, we're going to put you on the hot seat. Are you ready for – we're going to fire these off real fast. <laughs> we want you to give us the first thought you come that comes to mind. Yikes. Okay, here we go. Question one. As an artist, who's been your greatest inspiration? Ooh, wow. I'd say Georgia O'Keeffe. Very nice. All right. She was ready for that. She seemed <laughs> she seemed a little trepidatious there, but boom, that came right out. I was also thinking of Edward Hopper, so Edwin Hopper. Question two. What's your favorite word associated with golf or golf art? Ooh, genre. I thought she was going to say sale. (laughs) Question three, living or dead, who in the golf world is the person you'd most like to have dinner with? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. There's so many. Tiger Woods. I guess Tiger Woods. What the Tiger Woods. It's going to be a banquet. That's it's going to be a banquet. <laughs> Question four. That's with him, but not with him. Yeah. Yes, that would be one-on-one, right. Question four. Most creative people remember one moment in time where they exceeded even their own expectation. What's yours? Hmm. I don't know. I think it was about the fifth. No. The fourth time I painted the 13th hole at Augusta. I finally really did it. You really got it right. It, I thought. Cool. That was that's a time where you said, "Boom! I, <laughs> I have was, crossed that line." Yeah, it's and and also when I did the 18th hole at Harbor Town, that was one that just was just everything came together just perfectly. Couldn't do it better again ever. Very. That's cool. fantastic. All right, question five. What one person has contacted you about your art that really took you by surprise? Ooh. <laughs> well, this is a little strange, but it was a, 
a fine art dealer from, um, oh gosh, someplace in Europe, I forget. I thought it was a scam. (laughs) 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 But he ended up buying nine paintings from me. (laughs) Wow. Not a scam. Not a scam. As long as the check cleared, we're fine. Scared to death. It was some kind of, there was, it couldn't be true. You know, it just couldn't be true. That's a phone call I am sure you are glad to have picked up. Yeah. (laughs) Very nice. Finally, question six. We ask this of all our guests since we are the approach shot. In your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Wow. I guess just honesty and truth is all I can say. I don't like people that are not truthful. How can we say that? And I've met a few. <laughs> but in the golf world, I'd say as a rule, the people are just so honest and they have integrity mainly because of the game. Yep. So yep. You need integrity to play the game properly. That's great. Yeah. Linda, you are off the hot seat. Well done. <laughs> One more time with the uh, shameless self-promotion. What is your website? What are you going to be doing next? Do you have a, a, anything lined up? Any- well, I just finished one for Glenview, uh, who's mm-hmm. having the Western Amateur in July. Oh, cool. So I haven't, I haven't started a new one yet, but uh, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're here for you. And the website again, harto.com. The website is harto.com. That's H A R T O U G H. And sign up for that email so that you can get the guest the winner email. We like to run those still every other week or so during the tournament season. It's just kind of fun. It is. It is. And golf is so hard to predict because the guy who's great last is. week isn't necessarily going to do anything this week. Right. Just. Yeah. Just ask and Justin we Thomas. We give you two days to decide who your pick is, <laughs> Thursday and Friday. So, uh-huh. you know, you get a, a little idea about who's hot and who's not right. by then. <laughs> cool. Linda Harto. Once again, it is such a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, we thank you for spending some time with us here on The Approach Time. Hey, it's Neil Michaels. And boy, has my grill been busy ever since I got the Get Out and Grill assortment from Omaha Steaks. I started with the New York Strip Burgers. They're bold flavored, they're thick, and they are delicious. Then last night, Butcher cut New York Strip Steaks. 10 ounces of absolute perfection. They're juicy, they're meaty, and they're delicious. This is the perfect Father's Day gift for your dad. So if you want to make his mouth water and make him smile, go to omahasteaks.com and insert the keyword approach. You'll get the get out and grill assortment plus four free New York strip burgers with your order. That's omahasteaks.com keyword approach for your father's best Father's Day present ever. omahasteaks.com keyword approach. And now it's time for Golf is a Funny Game. Now back to your host, John Ashton, and that other fella, Neil something. Can I go now? Once again, Mr. Big Voice shows just how bored he is by the whole situation. I have an idea. We should bring Mr. Big Voice on the show so we can tell him how we've been insulting him for, you know, six months. Let him get his comeuppance or his revenge. Yes. (laughs) See how that goes. (laughs) 
We have an esteemed panel with us today as we are about to embark on something brand spanking new. And it's it's a new bit for Golf is a Funny Game, which, by the way, is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Order at omahasteaks.com and use keyword approach for a very special offer. I was going to say the panel is steamed, but the sponsor is grilled. So. <laughs> it's 90 degrees where I am. I'm steamed. <laughs> so the, uh, the, the bit we're doing here is called Who Should Have Sang This Song? Okay. The idea is that we will give a song title and our steamed panel, who I will introduce in a moment. Mm-hmm will then have to come up with a funny or controversial different singer to the song. Okay. So before I before I explain it any further, let me introduce, in, introduce the combatants. We already know John Ashton. Please mm-hmm. take a bow. Yeah. I like that guy. Also returning, because God knows why he's returning, <laughs> Frank Murphy, an improv king, but also king MC, and uh, has his own podcast, Frank Murphy, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. And new to the group is Zach Krasny. Zach is a voiceover star. And also, you recognize Zach's voice, or will recognize Zach's voice, because he is the voice that's at the end of the podcast. That he is here, indeed. That never gets any credit for it, nor did he get paid. <laughs> it's true. It's my favorite kind of job, uncredited and unpaid. <laughs> Our favorite guest, too. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mr. Zach. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. All right. So, so here's how it goes. I will give you an example. Let's say I use the title, Let It Go, from the movie. Mm-hmm. And instead of giving the original singer's name, you could say Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. For goodness sake, dude, let it go. Or you could say, my wife, after an argument. Honey, for goodness sake, let it go. Or you could say that guy on the bus who clearly just ate a chili dog. (laughs) We'd prefer if he didn't let it go. Oh, no. (laughs) So there you go. You don't necessarily have to try to be the funniest. Just try to get the biggest reaction from the group. Everybody in? Everybody got it? All right. We're ready. We we appreciate you setting the bar so low that we could just, you know, kind of walk over it (laughs) and 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 still get a better reaction. Anything's going to be an improvement. My pleasure. (laughs) All right. You ready? Song title number one, You're the Biggest Part of Me from Ambrosia. Back in 1980, Ambrosia did You're the Biggest Part of Me. Who wants to go? How about Hannibal Lecter? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And Frank scores. (laughs) I was going to go with uh, me looking at a cheeseburger right before I eat it. If my wife's listening, I have to say her, just uh, just because I don't want to get hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were going to go into the romantic lane there, and we were going to have to then just move on quickly. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's, it's <laughs> ju- purely, purely uh, just self-survival, man. Exactly. <laughs> go. Well done. Do we, do we want to vote on a winner on that one, or do we just, we just enjoy each other's love and laughter? Let's just enjoy we don't oh. want to cause any animosity by saying Frank's was the best on that. Have any <laughs> Such animus. <laughs> right. I can feel it already. Zach second and John not off. The deck. Besides, <laughs> it's wrong to, to lie to Frank like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, then. Song title number two. Do you hear what I hear? Several artists did this song, including Bing mm-hmm. Crosby, Whitney Houston. It is a Christmas classic. Do you hear what I hear? Well, I will uh, look outside my yard and say the cicadas. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, we had to let him go first on this one because we made him go first on the last one. But I he, will say the, the schizophrenic patient down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> We're warming up now, aren't we? <laughs> is it just me who hears the voices, or are they speaking to you too? Uh, <laughs> John, John yeah. thinks that he's that you're the singer. Very nice, you guys. I like the way we're we're spreading out here. We're taking everything in. Very nice. All right then. Song number three feels so good. And John, you cannot mention your wife again. <laughs> Don't worry, I wouldn't in this category. <laughs> Chuck Mangione's song from 1977 feels so good. Zach, why don't you go first on this one? Uh, I think I'm going to have to pull that guy from the bus who was eating the chili cheese dog earlier who let it go. (laughs) Unfortunately, everyone around him doesn't agree with the song title. (laughs) Frank? I think it was a duet between uh, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that's the end of the approach shot. And, and you can send your complaint emails to www. Wasn't wasn't that trying to decide? Do I go Ronnie Millsap? Do I go Ray Charles because he's dead and he can't get mad about it? Wasn't wasn't that the uh, the subtitle to Diana Ross's "Touch Me in the Morning"? Yes. <laughs> And John just woke up and played. (laughs) Welcome to the field, John. Hey, thanks. If I had a point to give, I think I would give you that, though. I do like the fact that Zach used the material from earlier and made it better. Yes, recycling is always good. That's right. Who doesn't love a good throwback? (laughs) All right, fellas. Here's our last one. And see, I wanted to go longer, but, you know, always leave them wanting more, right? I am not kidding. This is an actual song title from 1978, and I'm not going to give you the song title first and stall for 15 seconds so you can come up with it. Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn from Loretta Lynn's album in 1978. The song title is You're the Reason Our Kids Are Ugly. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh my dad being told by my mother. <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> I believe that um, was her that... Royal Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Ooh. And there goes the British audience. <laughs> I think Charles's ears just flat from the other side of the pond. That that was Miss Vicky's answer to Tiny Tim. Oh, oh excellent. Oh. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Once again, dating ourselves. <laughs> I guess if the song is from 1978, you can go back 20 more years. Yeah, so they haven't written a song worth listening to since 1983 anyhow, so, you know. Well, that just eliminated a whole bunch of guests we were going to have on. From here and, there, and there goes the millennial audience as well. <laughs> well it's, it's good that the four of us are listening anyway. Five of us, I'm sorry. I can't Our that. goal by the end of the podcast is really just to have it down to just the four of us. <laughs> yep. I'm here. All right, fellas, that is how you play Who Should Have Sang That Song. And, and I, if I have to declare a winner, I would say 
the audience. Yes. Because they're still listening. Because they they got to enjoy it. Oh, and that guy on the bus who apparently didn't realize he was going to get this much airplay for just one chili dog. There's one guy listening to this podcast on a bus with a chili G's dog in hand going, how do they know? watching me <laughs> oh i think we've lost nathan's as a sponsor too <laughs> all right fellas well thank you so much for playing i get the feeling we're gonna make this kind of a regular thing so if you're up for it and the audience hasn't all tuned out by now then we should probably uh, we should probably try this again we will definitely do this again unless of course the audience asks very nicely then we don't <laughs> politely but firmly that they need to leave <laughs> frank murphy where can they reach you and uh take a listen to your stuff well i'm on the uh, on the air on the radio at lakefm.com if you want to listen to uh, classic hits like some of the ones that you mentioned i'm on uh, 10 to 3 eastern time and then also doing a podcast you can find at krishaandfrank.com, including some uh, Smoky Mountain travelogues where we go and visit Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg and all those kind of places. And lastly, you can find me at easttennesseepbs.org, where I host the high school quiz show called Scholars Bowl. Frank, the busiest man, man. in all of show business. He's like working <laughs> Name for a few more things, but I just I thought I'd stop at three. And Zach, see, the great part with you is they, they're going to hear you after we're finished here. But if they wanted to, to hire you to do some voiceover work, how do they do that? Uh, you can go to my website, www.zachkrasny, that's Z-A-C-K-K-R-A-S-N-E-Y.com. And, and when you hire him, pay him a little extra because she's got some cheapos she's got to make up <laughs> I, for. <laughs> I, I will say the, the, uh, unfortunately I've run out of the, uh, no, no, uh, mention, no pay jobs that uh, the approach I used the last one, unfortunately. And plan on using it over and over again. So we're going to take credits all the way through until we stop doing this. I was really hoping you were going to say, Zach, where can we find you? And I'd say, oh, on my couch for about an hour, an hour and a half. Selling stuff on eBay to make, to pay for the time that you spent here. <laughs> Fellas, thanks so much for being on Golf is a Funny Game today, and uh, hope to have you back soon. It'll be fun, guys. Good to meet y'all. Frank, good to see you again, and uh, we're coming right back, so you may want to hang out. Smart Money says 2021 is going to be better than 2020. Expansions, things loosening up, all means that it's probably a good opportunity for you to think about hiring some more folks and bringing them in and expanding your team. And if you're doing that, I want to give you two words. Actually, it's one hyphenated word, linked. In. You already know LinkedIn. You're already on it. You already use it for networking. Why don't you use it to find the right people to expand your team? 722 million members worldwide are on LinkedIn right now. New features help you find qualified candidates quickly, put up targeted screening questions, and LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. That's important. You don't have enough time to sift that out. Let LinkedIn sift all the ones that aren't right. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. And now you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash approach shot. Again, linkedin.com slash approach shot to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. 
It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total Tea. New Nugenics Total Tea is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total Tea helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. We need to do something about it now. I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. See, we told you sticking around would be worthwhile. I think it went well. I think it was funny. I do, too. See, the only thing I was going to tell you is when you said it was like Cards Against Humanity, but I have choices. Yeah. Uh, Cards Against Humanity, someone's written out my choices for me. Right. <laughs> you don't have to think nearly as hard. We did it. As we discussed, you went to DJ school <laughs> and aced it. I kind of expected that you would be okay with having to think on your feet. Maybe sitting down isn't the thing. Maybe yeah. next time stand up. Next time I'll stand up, exactly. On your feet. <laughs> so you can think and breathe better. Can we tease next week's guest? You, of course we can. Then let's. Nanny, nanny, right. boo, boo. We're not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant by teasing. Not what I meant, no. That's what not what they taught you in DJ school. <laughs> no. Again, uh, we have a member of the Royal Baseball family. When I say the Royal Baseball family, the only baseball family that's ever had three generations of all-stars, Ray, Bob, Aaron, and our guest, Brett Boone. Brett Boone. Cannot wait to talk baseball and a little golf with him because he plays too. And uh, he does tell a story about a two iron, and it reminds me of the um, the joke that Lee Trevino told. When he was on a golf course, he held a two iron above his head, Lee Trevino having been struck by lightning more than once in his life. And people said, Lee, what are you doing with that club above your head? And he said, even God can't hit a two iron. <laughs> <laughs> that is next week. So join us next yep. week, every week. Uh, we have a catalog of uh, prior shows that you can also peruse if you've just stumbled upon us. We're glad you're here. Just click the little subscribe button. Doesn't cost you a dime. And you can find us anywhere podcasts are downloaded. iTunes, Spotify, or iHeart. Yes. And of course, as John was just referring, you go to the website, which is ApproachShot.net. We forgot the the. So it's yes. just ApproachShot.net. <laughs> and do keep in mind... When you uh, get out there and, and do one of those little um, shank shots that so many of us do everywhere, and what's your reaction when you do that? It's, I love this game. I love this game. Remember, the same people invented golf and called it a game that invented bagpipes and called it music. And remember, too, life is a gift, so go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.